No, you were both students. You were both students. Well, you were a student today. And you are a student now, so I guess I have to be the sugar mom for the show. Yeah. That's gonna go horribly. <laughs> I'm extremely poor. Are you ready to go, by the way? Or yeah. Okay. Uh, welcome to Sports Are Gay. I'm Elaine. I'm Leanne. Returning to the pod, Nolan. Welcome back. Thanks again. Thanks. In musical intro that I was promised. I think you're the first guest. And maybe, no, not the only guest, but you're the first guest, I think, who has been in the old studio, my old shitty apartment, and the new studio, my new shitty apartment. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. It's like, just progress. I just see, you know, the success of the show. Yeah, that's <laughs> really It happening. hasn't got to your head. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're still so down to earth with our, yeah. like, two, we say studio. two listen. Yeah, this is the new studio. <laughs> Calgary studio. Um, congratulations on graduating. Thank you. What did you graduate in? Bachelor of Arts in Women's Studies. Sick and cool. Uh, what now? Nothing. Well, yeah, everyone keeps being like, it's like the end of a chapter, but I've been working for two years already yeah. in like my field of choice and what I want to be doing. Yeah. So it, it, it's just been like hanging over my head that I didn't have the letters behind my name. Um, oh, but I see. I'll eventually go to grad school. Yeah. Because why not? Yeah. I get that. <laughs> I just waited. It's actually been a decade, but everyone in my program thinks I'm younger than I am. And I love it. Haven't that. we done well? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. I told a new friend. He, he was like, What's your age? And he's like, Oh, 23. I'm like, No, man. 31. He, he they like, guessed ah. you were 23, honestly. Because I held up my fingers because I was eating. I was like, three, And he's like, 23. I'm like, like, yeah, <laughs> like, I was surprised. I'm like, what? 23? What the fuck? If someone said I was 23, I actually might be offended. Like, do I give off a presence of 23 at all? Other than the fact that I'm scrubby and like kind of a street urchin. But like, if someone said, "Oh, you're like 23," I'd be like, "What? What? Why do you think I'm 23?" Right? Yeah. Because it would be like all the. It's not that I don't know 23 year olds who are good and cool and mature. Yeah. Actually, I know one particular 23 year old, Kate Jacobson, who's constantly like, "Why do people think I'm 30?" Um, Love her though. But uh, but yeah, like it's just like I feel like I'm almost 30. People should like say I'm 30. Well, you don't look as crotchety as other 30-year-olds. It's just someone who's been in their 30s for almost three years-ish. No, no, no. But yeah, no, I think when I am mistaken for 23, it's from my bubbliness. Mm. I was listening to our other podcast, and I'm like, I'm just like, eh, oh, 23-year-olds are earnest and not cynical. Yeah. I'm cynical. I was once mistaken for 31 when I was 21. Wow. At a bar. And I was like... I knew you when you were 21. I would not. No. Maybe they just, like, had the height age thing, because you're tall. You're tall. This is true. But you didn't have a lot of facial hair back no. then. No. No, it was it was very funny. And I, I remember getting man. offended. Yeah. I was like, um, excuse me. I'm not 31. <laughs> and now I'm like... Yeah. Wait, do you think that's a pickup line? Are you 31? Are you 31? And then that way, if you are younger and you look younger like you may have, you might have been like, fuck no. And then they're like, oh, They're well like there. nagging him? Is that it? You look you so mature. Nagged? How about I buy you a drink to apologize? Did that happen? No. Oh. No. In that case, It was on like person. Boxing Day because I was this like, I spent worse. four days at the same bar pretty much over <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I just like drank on like 
the 23rd, the 24th, the 26th, and the 27th. That rules, honestly. <laughs> went and sat at a bar and drank by myself. Cause what bar was open? It was the back lot. Oh, sick. Ah, yeah, back lot. Yeah. So that's actually kind of cool that the back lot is open. I'm sure there's lots of queer bars that are open on Christmas Day because there's tons of queers who... I, it like... wasn't open on Christmas Day, I don't think. Oh, okay. But it was like the... Two days before and the two days after. Okay. I'm just thinking because it's like, it's those other groups, those other people, kind of like how Chinese restaurants are open on Christmas Day. It's yeah. like, it's the others. They're Chinese not doing people, this. people, Jewish people. The queers are like, I hate my family, so Indian I'm not doing people. this. Yeah. Actually, most people. I wish I was kidding. <laughs> oh, it got a little bit too real. Yeah. Like, I thought I was making a joke. But uh, no. No. That's now that you're bad. a grad student, nothing's a joke. There's reality, and, like, it keeps facing me, and I have to process things emotionally. Yeah, it's been a dire couple of weeks for yeah. me as well. We talked about the news today. Oh, God. And in school? Yeah, because she wants us to have critical lens for what's going out there and understanding the political agenda behind things, which it's is a, a great thing. He- it's a hell. This we already hell. know that. Like, can you just write hell and then hand that in on a piece of paper, and then she'll give you an A? Nothing matters. Uh, yeah. The world is garbage. You know what's great about people in helper programs, though? They're always dark as fuck because they know it's reality. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your co- colleagues must be totally with it. Yeah, go on yeah. Twitter. That's where I just know it's all hell. I really need to log She off. tweets a lot, too, yeah. actually. Uh, sorry, back to convocation. Mm. Was it too long? Yeah. N- so, not really. It, it did go by pretty fast. Because um, my convocation, I it, was so bored. I was... Like, I wasn't like, oh my god, these are the most enthralling speeches ever. Yeah. There was, like, a Winston Churchill quote and an Eleanor Roosevelt quote. And I was Ugh. like, okay. You're like, oh, okay. Right? That's nice. Um... But. Quote Sonic Fox. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Give me some real good quotes. Yeah. Like, um, what's that Quote guy that crashed the Pokemon the movie. <laughs> Everything no. happens so much. Horse e-books. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would do. Just, just chicken soup for the mother soul free. <laughs> just, I just bring the book up on stage and be like, it's just a, a reading, a, a stage reading. Some of those, okay, some of those stories were, like, super bleak and dark. Like, a lot, some of them were, like, like, I helped this disabled person up until, like, the end of their life. And it's, like, this is fucked up, yo. Like, there's tons of those stories that, how did they compile those stories? Do they still make those books? That's is, a very good question. my question. It's, like, the lamb before time, but for books. Yeah. There's, like, a hundred. Because there's a chicken before, chicken before <laughs> Chicken soup for everything. I used to love the chicken soap for the teenager. Oh, Because it was always really depressed, and so was I. And also, it was just, like. I have feelings. I'm a teenager. Yeah. yeah. Why do I have pubes? I don't need those. They had really specific ones. Chicken soup for yeah. the golfer's soul. Yeah, they would have like chicken soup for the like 33 year old <laughs> cat owner. Oh my god, with... do you have that? Can I borrow it? <laughs> a knee replacement. Not that you're like, anywhere near yeah. party. Chicken <laughs> like, soup for the specific. organ donor. <laughs> chicken soup for the new woman's studies graduate. <laughs> chicken soup for. I got nothing. Uh, I got nothing. Chicken soup for the retired hockey player overcoming a substance abuse problem. (laughs) Chicken soup for the undercover Marxist living in the United (laughs) Conservative (laughs) Province. (laughs) 
Oh, I am that's not, too real. I've got to see. I know. I have to look it I'm up class now with them. because if they, because like there's categories when those came out that would be out now that weren't out then, right? Like chicken soup for the LGBT person or whatever. <laughs> right. But is there like chicken soup for the furries? <laughs> chicken soup for white privilege. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that fucking book. <laughs> just it's just like fucking driving Miss Daisy. Beggar Like so many of those stories that like if a person of color picked it up it would be like ah like oh my god why? god yeah, uh, it would be we should write that book we I mean, chicken soup for the soul were they actually you were born sword- and you didn't worry about anything because the world just came serving you with a silver spoon no, <laughs> i cannot write and, this book and then make it an audiobook you just read it <laughs> with that terse voice the whole time <laughs> remember when you were born and your dad's like we're gonna teach you golfing son Oh my god, that got weird. <laughs> the company has branched out into other categories such as food, pet food, and television programming. Chicken oh. soup for your depressed cat. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Chicken soup for your anxiety-ridden chihuahua <laughs> who needs medication every three hours, so Aww. it's impossible to find a babysitter for him. Aww, that codependency is yeah. not good. Uh... I wonder if they're still happening and what number that they're on. Okay, I want to find the weirdest one. Chicken soup for... Were they real stories? That was my other question. Mm. I don't know. Because they always said just like so-and-so at the bottom. Yeah. But it would be so easy just to like fucking get some like... You know, one of those writers who's just like like a YA writer who's just like pumping out. Yeah, like a table of writers. Novel. Give them like a pile of cocaine. Yeah, exa- just, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> How would you write dramatic. chicken soup in like a week? Right? There's a shitload of cocaine. I know you're all grad students. We're gonna pay you good money. Chicken hey. soup for mm. the adopted. You know they're depressed, soul. so they're writing these. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Chicken. I could write a chicken soup this year. <laughs> list. It's a new future. Okay. List of chicken soup for the soul. Oh my god. Chicken soup for the adopted soul. Oh, I. Chicken soup for the African American soul. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, chicken soup for the soul. Angels among us. That one is about death. <laughs> yeah. Um, chicken soup for the beach. <laughs> for the beach lover soul. <laughs> That's chicken like, soup. Is that a the personality trait? I don't know. I mean, I like. The I beach. want. Okay, this next one I actually really want chicken soup for the bride soul. Now here's why I want it because my favorite, one of my favorite genres of drama outside of like people cheating on each other who are just like normal shitty head people is uh, a wedding drama that I'm not directly connected to. Like when some wedding person is being the worst and like everyone around can see it and shit like that because I fucking love drama. So I bet you there's a million stories in this book that are like brides being like haha look how quirky I am and just like you know if you were there it would have just been like raining down hell upon you. Mm. Someone get me chicken soup for the bride's soul. I haven't heard that many like fond bride stories. I need to know if people out there are happy. (laughs) I don't think so. I think it just turns you into uh 
I think you you just get like caught up in shit because you have to just constantly make so many like inane decisions. Like you mm-hmm. kind of just get like mad with the power or something like that. No, not even that. I think there's also just like the expectations that other people from families place on you, depending mm-hmm. on what I guess people yeah. in your life are like. But like even that's kind of like fucking irritating. Because you know, if I had a wedding, like definitely there'd be people who were like, "You need to do this, and you need to do that," and I'd be like, "No." Yeah, yeah, this is, that's also why I don't, I would never have, like, a ceremony if I got married. I'm not saying. Yeah, I don't think, I just don't fucking want to spend money, first of all, and second of all, like, fuck you, I don't care. I don't care, that's the main thing. I I, I don't care. Sorry, the cats are. No, that's fine. I was just like, all right, come on, drum. (laughs) What were you going to say? Your dream wedding? (laughs) Um... That's a great question. I know. You've thought about it a lot, right? Uh, well, I'm, it would probably be, like, eloping, or, like, but, like, actually just, like, running away to somewhere, like, really warm. Oh, one of those. Like, I don't know, I honestly haven't thought about it that much, except I do have this weird obsession, I'm gonna put my beer down, with, (laughs) like, first dance songs. Oh! Like, they're, it's, like, with no real desire, or, like, plans for getting married or anything like that. But I'm like, I know exactly what, or, well, I don't know exactly, but I have, like, an ongoing list of songs. Or if I hear a song that I'm like, that'd be a great first dance Can song. Can you give us a taste? Um, so one of them is, like, a, it's it's just the Ingrid Michaelson version of Can't Help Falling in Love by Elvis Presley. Oh, okay. But it's just, like, it's such a good version of the song. Hold on one second. <laughs> yeah, JoJo's really talking with something. And then, like... That's the only one that's coming to my mind because that's like been in the list the whole time. Get out but I'm of just the like, <laughs> <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time I heard that, I would have like <laughs> ten nickels. Jojo, we have guests. Okay, <laughs> uh, for best first dance song, well, I think I uh, I would die for you by Prince is a pretty good first dance Ooh. song. Yeah. Uh, Vanga Boys, boom boom boom. boom. <laughs> yes, hell yes. Boom, boom. I yeah, want to learn the dance in that video so bad, but I just don't think I have enough pop to do it. They're coming to town. What? The when? Vanga Boys and... How old are they? Um, uh-uh. mm-hmm. um, I don't care. Have you seen... Right Fred. What? To the Great Eagle in, like, what? September, I think. Oh, my God. Are you going to go? Uh, maybe. Are you I going went... to Carly Rae Jepsen, by the way? I am going to Carly Rae Jepsen. Nice. We're, we're going to, so... I'm so excited. Us too. I... Me, Adrian, and Bianca are all going. Oh my god, yeah. that's really gay. I fucking love Carly oh, Rae. <laughs> uh, and anytime I say that, people are just like, what? And I'm just like, okay, go and is, listen she, to Emotion. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> she is, I do like her. She is, okay, Emotion was like the most criminally underrated album of this century. Thank you! Go off King! And like, it is an incredible example of pop music that is... It's just so good. I have it on vinyl. We were listening it to it last night. Like, oh my god, Carly Rae Jepsen. And then Dedicated emotion. is so good also. Mm-hmm. Like, and just is like, represents her, like, evolution as an artist. So this is, okay, here's my thing about Carly Rae Jepsen. Because when I say that I love Carly Rae Jepsen, they're like, is that that Call Me Maybe girl? And I'll be like, <sighs> Eat okay. me. She's a genius. You don't understand. <laughs> what I think was, like, a mistake or something that was, like poorly done in um in terms of like releasing music was when she finished emotion and her lead single was i really like you oh because i think it played into the narrative of 
you know, she's a one-hit wonder, yeah. trying to reclaim that glory with a song that had a similar vibe. Mm. I love that song, It's a though. good song. Yeah, the video was good, too. And the video was good? Yeah. I just, like, I think that that was, like, kind of shot her in the foot with mm. having emotion be taken seriously. Yeah. Because it was the probably the most, like... The show isn't even at the Saddle Dome, right? It's not no, at the it's Mac Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mac Hall. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so I'll listen to the album. Mm-hmm. If I don't like it, you're both getting dick pics. Okay, great. Spammed. I don't even know whose dick it would be. Mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's not that hard on Tinder. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I can only imagine. Hi, send my name is dick. Leanne. Uh, could you send me pictures of your dick? Thank Do you. Do men not know <laughs> that, like, their dicks haven't been sexualized in the same way that women's bodies have? So, like... A lot of women don't just look at a penis isolated and think, like, that turns me on, right? Like, do men just not get that? I mean, I'm gay as hell, so I'm just, like, really into dicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, But you're straight dudes. Do they ever say, I sent my dick to this girl... I and need to. We like need it. to meet a dick's pick sender because they're out there. <laughs> You're gonna say I need to meet a straight man, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I've met them. They're I oh, there was one last night that I met. Well, he's Ooh, like my friend's boyfriend. Do you get weird about you love and cock? No, that's good. He no, like nice. we've met before, but okay. just like it was like I had like some friends. We went out for like a graduation party, and I got pretty drunk. Nice. Um, but it was like, oh, there were two straight men there last night. Wow. Anyways, but I like I had I had this oh realization my God, a while congregating. ago. I know I had this realization a while ago. I was like, I don't actually hang out with that many straight people. Like I, I see straight people sometimes at work. Every now and again, I run into them and they say something polite, but like I don't know what to do yeah, in those situations. You know, right? I'm fine. Like love who like, you love. I just like don't want my kids like, to see it. You I, know? you know, I just don't want them to hit on me. Is the only thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's the worst. One time I had someone. I heard um, their kids can get it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Uh, I was at a bar with a guy that I was dating. And this, like, this woman comes over and gives me a slip of, like, receipt paper. And it's like, this is from my friend. Like, puts it on the table and it's like, Ashley. And then a phone number. And it was like, and then it was like, this girl was like, oh, oh, covering her face, like, across the room. And I was, like, literally with a guy, like, holding his hand. And I was like. They didn't see the hand holding. And I was like. You're just, like, raising it up slowly. (laughs) Yeah. You're, like, gently licking the palm of his hand. (laughs) Yeah. That is the universal symbol of homosexuality. I've only done that once. And it was largely under coercion where my friend was like, that waiter was hitting on you. I'll lick somebody's nose. Uh, Leave a number on a piece of paper. Like, I was with a friend, and the waiter was hitting on me, and my friend was like, just write down your number, ha, ha, ha. And I was like, no. And then he did, and then I never got, nothing happened from it. Like, (laughs) why don't you just go over and be like, hey, I like you. you..." But also, like, I'm not that kind of person who, like, sees someone from across a bar, and, Mm -hmm. like, I need a conversation, Yeah, I need a conversation, and I need to, like, because if you're, like, I don't care how hot you are. If you're unfunny, just don't fucking talk to me. Like, I don't care. I used to try and sleep with people who were just hot and not funny. I didn't enjoy that either. No, I didn't enjoy it either. That was my trying to be a slut phase. Yeah, me too. Didn't work. Uh, It worked out for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. I've never had sex in my life. (laughs) How many times have you had sex today? (laughs) Zero. Good for oh. you. Mostly because I was hungover. Good for her. Oh. Good for her. <laughs> uh, I wish the reason that's why I didn't get laid. <laughs> that's definitely not the reason. I've, I've gotten laid hungover. 
Well, yeah. are we special? <laughs> uh, anyways, back to, do you guys want to hear some of the more weird chicken soup books? Um, chicken soup for the Jewish soul. Chicken soup. Chicken There's soup for the lo- Satanist. Ch- chicken soup for the Satanist. Chicken God, soup that for the one rolls so yeah. hard. Chicken soup for the soul in menopause. And yeah, he does that. Sorry. <laughs> I, just, I got spooked. Uh, audience can't see, but my cat jumps up really high onto the top of the shelf. And it's a very good jump. And he's a very good boy. So yeah, sense. chicken soup for the soul in menopause. Like, if someone... Imagine me the going through menopause... Me. And someone giving you that book, how fucking condescending that would be. It would make me so mad. Chicken soup for that time you put a light bulb up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very specific population of people. There's like mother and son, mother and daughter, father and son. Is it like you read it together? <laughs> like one person holds one side and the other yeah. one, and then you like put it up. Chicken soup for the disowned child. <laughs> Sick and chew. Sorry. Sick and chew. I've got to stop. Sick and chicken soup for the NASCAR soul. That's <laughs> no! real. No. No. My chicken ideas are better. Chicken soup for the network marketer's soul. What is that? Okay. These Ooh. are all going to be up for sale at the Straight Pride Parade. Yeah. <laughs> this is their culture. Why is Straight Pride such a big conversation on Twitter? Have we not gotten that message out yet? It's I not just, a like, thing. I I think straight people need to sit down and have like a conversation about what their culture is because then they would all come to a consensus that like we don't need to like this is embarrassing deeply let's not like show it off. Do they honestly feel vulnerable about being straight? Maybe. Like well that just sounds more like issues with sex and relationships and emotional vulnerability. Yeah maybe. Right. Actually that does sound like that. Yeah. Well it's, it's taken off so much and like a friend of mine posted something and it was like, Marsha P. Johnson did not throw a brick at a cop so that you we could spend Pride Month discussing why straight pride doesn't need to exist. And yeah. I was like... Every year, though, have we not? Yeah. Are we not over Actually, it? this is pretty timely, because last time you were on was about a year ago for during <gasps> Edmonton Pride. And I've totally, like, I've totally gone way, like, way, way, like, fuck Pride, fuck the cops, fuck all this shit. Like, I'm tired of, like, having this discussion year after year of, like, should we let the cops in Pride? No, it's a protest specifically against cops and police brutality. Here's the thing, it's no, over, no longer seen as a protest, but as opposed to a celebration and parade, right? So mm. it's not it's, it's not really paying heed to its historical roots, which is kind of that debate. So then there's some people. So I got recently in this intense conversation with some old gays that I think we all know. Anyways, but let's just say I saw them. We talked about it. It was right after Edmonton Pride was considered canceled. Don't know what the updates on that are. I think it's still canceled. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. we got into a long The last debate I heard and, was it's canceled yeah. and all of the like grassroots organizers are all infighting typical queer and so they can't decide we on gotta it. They stop can't the come. fucking infighting. I yeah. saw a really funny meme the other day that was like so this woman yelling behind in the car and it said like the working class and it said like why can't you just be normal and then it had this kid like screaming in the back and it said the left and I was like this is extremely <laughs> accurate. Oh man. We can't get the normies because of shit like this is the problem but we need the normies to do anything. Yeah, that's legit. I also like that they're called normies. I call them normies. I always think of like a pale white guy with a collared t-shirt on. Yeah, that's definitely it. Collared t-shirt? Collared. Polo. 
Like a polo. Okay. Yes, yeah, like, like a polo. Have you ever? This guy had a collar in my mind. I didn't know what it was fucking called. You think I wear polos? Aren't, no. You don't so, put these titties in a <laughs> There's not enough. You just kind of like slit out. <laughs> just like this one big collar. Just no, like you cut a titty yeah. keyhole in your yeah, polo underneath where the buttons yeah. are. Ooh, and I could get a tattoo that says suck my nips right I've there. seen a lot of tattoos in the ki- titty keyhole area, like right <laughs> titty underneath. Keyhole. Really? Titty keyhole. You I know what titty keyhole that. is, right? Yes, it's yeah. just a fun How would you not say? heard it. Me and Adrian are constantly talking about titty keyholes. because you guys out. <laughs> fair. That's a completely fair thing to do. Because this season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is just like rampant with titty keyholes. So, and they're really big. They're all like big burly chested guys with like hard titty keyholes. It's great. Fantastic. Oh yeah. That's legit. I do like the outfits. Um, do you guys want to do some news? I hear that sometimes we talk about gay news. Yeah, apparently. Sports gay news. Gay sports. Oh, uh, what's up with you? Speaking well. of gay sports. Oh, oh my yeah. Gosh. Are you still doing gay sports? Um, I, yep. Yeah, so was uh, curling this year. How did it go? Do. Did you win? No. Did you crush your enemies? No, not uh, really. We, what's um, their Twitter? Do you want me to play like the mind game field? Like cyber bully them until they no. can't play anymore? Maybe closer to winner. Right now is a bad time. Yeah. There's not really... I do summer curling, which is just throwing rocks down a giant thing. <laughs> I mean, lawn bowling is considered. It, yeah, that's uh, summer. And there's curling. gay lawn bowling now. Oh, like, there is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not. Um, I did recently in like January. I joined the like um, swim club. So sometimes it's like a gay swim club. Do you have any swim fans? I no, because I'm in the like learn to swim beginner lane. Oh, and there because like I know how to swim like. If I'm just, like, in a Dying? lake or something. Oh, okay. But, like, swimming laps and, like, breathing. And oh, to, seriously? Like, yeah. Is it free? No. It's, like, you you pay. You can either do a 10-class card or you do, like, a year membership and it's, mm-hmm. like, unlimited. But it's, like, Friday and Sunday nights. Where is it? Uh, at the Repsol Center. Oh, man. Oh, nice. Hook me up with that because I'm starting to swim now. Yeah. And my form is horrible, obviously. Yeah, like, it's great. And I want to do the, like, roll to the... To the at the end of the, the wall, lap yeah. and then kick off. Oh, I don't know how to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm intense. still focusing on how to like <gasps> breathe. breathe. Yeah. I'm just um, trying to understand that you exercise willingly. Uh, yeah, it's I, ha- I haven't gone in like a couple months to be. Like, <laughs> You're still interested. I, yeah, yeah like I, I go when I can and and that and then I know that there's um, like beach volleyball, mm. the queer beach volleyball mm-hmm. or volleyball group. I'm gonna see if I maybe go for some of those. Um, there's lots of gay sports. I recently did, like, a little, like, just Googling and was trying to find some stuff, um, and try and, like, get an idea of all the different sports that exist. And there's lots in Calgary. Yeah. There's badminton. Do the the communities overlap, really? Or, because you're kind of, like, a dabble... I I find you, like, really in tune with, like, just, like, a like a finger in each of the, like, communities (laughs) or whatever, but, like... Not with these nails. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're pretty on the pulse. You're pretty on the pulse. You know what's happening. Uh, oh, on the pulse yeah. to the age. Okay, I'm in my 30s. <laughs> we need to be very, very careful about what kind of fucking slang we're using. It's lit, fam. Okay, cancel me, daddy. I don't know that. Oh, one. There's a really great Twitter account called Bot Me Daddy. Oh, I followed okay, it for good. a long time because good. of you specifically, oh, and it's Perfect. my favorite. It's one of my favorite. Twitters. I like to preach the gospel. Yeah, Bot, bot Me Daddy. Me Bot Your Daddy. They just yep. do an adjective, me daddy. 
Or verb. Oh, verb. Me yeah. okay. Uh, uh, all right. Love cool. me, daddy. Eat me, daddy. Harass me, daddy. Me, daddy. Is, it really, yeah. is it that good? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's that cool. Good. All right. Yeah. I'm um, not old. So, more sports league stuff. Yeah. There's um. Yeah. Like it's actually it's it's just kind of cool that like they're all sort of like figuring themselves out and Western Cup was a thing. Mm. That have you heard of Western Cup? No. no so it's, it's a cup the, from your Westies. No. My um, mom has those. My mom collects Westie stuff because my parents have Westies, so they have tons of Westie crap. When you have like a Westie, Westies. I just think They're it's cute. like kind of like you become a Westie collector, and yeah, that's how the yeah. industry the propagates. Westie owners, we don't <laughs> love yeah, the yeah, see, they're all like it, and that's and they how they collect it. What other dog is like that though? Is there another like? Mm, I, arguably. A lot of dog owners, mostly purebreds, though. Yeah, French bulldogs. I have a friend, oh, yeah. and I think they're a small oh, collection. Yeah, yeah, Frenchies. Yeah, I do like the Frenchies. The Westies is so specific, though. But they're yeah. so fucking cute. They are cute. Mm-hmm. So sorry. So Western you. Cup. It's, yeah. It's it's like the largest LGBTQ multi-sport event in maybe Canada. I I don't know. It has some sort of honorific around it, but it's oh like, yeah. So it's like curling, bowling. Volleyball, I think dodgeball, hockey in the last couple of years. Oh, sick. Um, so, so it's, it's like, and like... it all goes on like at the same time. And there's like a big party at the end. And Is it here? Yeah, it's in Calgary. When? Did we get in wasted? March. We as you. I'm missing you. When. It was so... in March and we missed it? What the hell? Or I was April? busy being depressed. Maybe it's yeah. April. Either way. Um, kidding. In any case. Not kidding. <laughs> Easter long weekend is when it is every year. Oh, okay. Easter long weekend. We'll go um, next year. Super busy with Jesus and his raising. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, JK. Yeah. Go on. Either. So did you um, participate? I did. Um, curled against um, John Epping, who is um, an out gay uh, curler who curls in like the professional tour and Shout out has to been him. in the briar. Um, so I got to curl oh. against him, which was kind of cool. We lost. Yeah, no um, wonder he probably owned your ass. Um, he was like, I mean, we played all right against the team he was on. He wasn't playing skip, which he normally plays. Oh, okay. Um, but so he was he was there, and that was kind of cool. And then also curled against Cheryl Bernard, who oh. won the silver medal at the Vancouver Olympics for Canada. Yeah, oh, cool. that would be my yeah. actually know. Yeah. Oh, look it at you. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, and it was just like... At Are you this, famous now? Um, no. <laughs> I don't know. I recently saw you... On a um, uh, masculinity panel, MC. Oh yeah, that was. I a didn't thing. actually watch all of it. I only watched the first few minutes. I didn't I see this. Out. What was this? I was a moderator for a panel about masculinity. Oh God, you were the yes. moderator. Yes. Oh, your I'm voice so deepened. Sorry. I yeah. need to go watch it. I still have the link for it. Was it, it? It was fine. Yeah. It was just like, it was a lot. So it's like a live webinar. Yeah panel that was being broadcast and there was like questions coming in but they were like there was like other people in the room like managing the questions and then I would just like and I'm, it was like an hour and I was it was it was a yeah, lot a of like stress webinar. yeah um really yeah and also it was like like and there was like some pretty valid feedback around just like it was all white people and it was like yeah that's pretty yeah cool. the thing yeah, is like i can true. imagine being in that kind of position especially now with like in in lgbtq plus spaces specifically like 
going in and being intimidated for being like, I'm going to be canceled. Right. Like, and it isn't even like, it's like, that is totally valid criticism Mm -hmm. that like, there's no, it's all, it's a panel of all white people, but it's really easy for that to like get kind of out of control in my experience. That can get out of control depending on, yeah. Cause that, I mean, I've seen it happen. I just thought like, I feel like knowing you, you'd make an excellent moderator. Yeah. I would think so too. And I, I think it was fine. It was just interesting. All the judges really asked questions and try and keep us on time. Yeah. Um, and it was like, um, like there were three people on the panel, and um, they were like, "Do you want to come back and do other moderators?" And I was like, "If you pay me, um, yeah, totally." Because like I did this one for free. Uh, well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I used no, to it was um, no, it, it was fine. It was an interesting experience because I don't think I've ever moderated a panel before, mm-hmm. let alone doing one that was a webinar that involves like a computer that I have to like. Oh, what are the questions? And like, so it was a huge production. So you had to filter the questions. So they were being filtered by the producers who were in the room. Yeah. And they would like kind of like upvote them and like prioritize them. Oh. And then they could like chat me and be like, "This would be a great time to ask this question." Or like, so you're trying to do like this show and keep this shit all on track and listen to what the people have to say to be like, able to respond. Yeah, and, and also like if engage. if something happens where they say something shitty, you have to be like, and moving on, right? Yeah, yeah. And you have to keep track of this computer and what the producers are saying and what time yeah. it is. And they're not paying you, like. I mean, I would I did it for work, so I was yeah. getting paid for work. So okay, it was fine. okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say this is significant because the topic was also pretty it was intense. huge. Yeah, like it's, yeah. it was also. So for an hour to talk about some of the questions were like, how is masculinity changing? And it was like, well, there are whole books on this. Yeah. And this is very, yeah, it was, it was interesting, but, uh, I got some people out on LinkedIn after, Cool. which was kind of cool. People were like, saw you on the webinar. And I don't know how many people were there, but it was like lots of them potentially. And I was like, all right. Interesting. <coughs> um, today at school, we were talking about, we, there was some data on, there are essentially more men who are accessing mental health services. So mm-hmm. just adding to that conversation of how are men changing? It's like, mm-hmm. uh, that's a great fucking that's, question. That's a bad question for a, for a panel like for that. For a panel, it's hell yeah, it's a hard so question. unbelievably but for the unspecific. Books on it, I want to read it. Okay. I gotta quit playing video games is what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> There's a lot of good shit out in the world. I don't even know how to spell read. Uh, R-E-E-D? Yes. Oh. No, no, R-E-A-D, I'm sorry. I was fucking with you guys. See, I was just like, sure. I was just trying to yes and you. I know you were, and then I would have been like... Be good at improv. Podcasting is basically just improv. Fuck you. (laughs) We have one thing, Nolan. We're one step above improv people. That is our only thing. Uh, Let us have this. this Do you know how embarrassing it is to talk about how you're a podcaster? Incredibly embarrassing. I was telling people going on this podcast would be like good luck have fun sounds like a great time and i was like it will be yeah oh Aww, that's so nice that is really nice um okay people keep telling news. me to keep it up and i tell them to fuck off <laughs> sorry yeah news there's actually been some news yeah there's been uh... good news on caster yeah, so mm-hmm. Caster Semenya, I, I don't have the story up right now, but she's the ban has been lifted, quote unquote. And she will be competing? Yeah, so that's good. I yep. mean, it, it never should have come into, like, question in the first place. I agree. And clearly, like, this should set precedent. It won't, but it should set precedent that, like, the 
arbitrary divisions that they have in sports are fucking dumb and they are not of anything of substance so that's really what should be done but i think they only lifted it because they're like if we do this ban then like what like this ban is based on nothing right and so yep you know what i'm gonna take this fucking silver lining yeah. because gsa's in the alberta do you want the last ponderosa or are you good i'm, I'm good okay um I'm you, it's here if you anyways. have it either one of you can have it sorry oh you're sweet oh, sorry anyways so yeah it's like i'm taking the silver lining yeah, I know. And that's the, I what? think that's just the, <laughs> ah, <laughs> like the movie. <laughs> well, it was also a book, wasn't it? I think so. Uh, I read the book first. No, <laughs> Again, we've established that I don't read. No, I don't read. <laughs> the only thing I know how to do is reading, darling. So I was going to be honest. I was I only don't. laughing. I didn't understand the reference. But so I got I, it after. Sometimes I tell my left reading <laughs> group that any when like someone looks at me in the left reading group and they're like, so what do you think of the article? And I'm just like, oh, I didn't read the article. <laughs> Well, that you're in a left reading group. Yeah, I tell y'all. About you're like, it. I'm not actually here to read. I'm just here to here drink. To drink. Yeah, I've, um, I've done that. Uh, Hong Kong court denying same-sex spousal benefits unlawful. Hong Kong's court of final appeal said Thursday the government cannot deny spousal employment benefits of same-sex couples in a ruling hailed as a major step forward for same-sex equality in the semi-autonomous Chinese territory. The court returned an earlier judgment saying unanimously that denying... This was the first... This was the first story, Leanne. I semi-autonomous. Like, I just... Sorry. I'm I don't, reading. Yeah, I know. It's fine. This was the first story, yeah, number one, cool. and I'm reading the article verbatim. I'm just laughing. It's not... My, I'm not from Hong Kong. Uh, the court overturned an earlier judgment saying unanimously that denying same-sex couples access to spousal benefits is unlawful. It follows, therefore, that the prevailing views of the community on marriage, even if they can confidently be gauged in the first place, are simply not relevant to a consideration of the justification exercise, the ruling said. Okay, I was like, I zoned out for most of that. Although, yeah, I know. I, I, as soon as I finished reading it, I was like, whatever. I was busy being like, Hong Kong, <laughs> China <laughs> semi-autonomous <laughs> state. Like, okay. Although same-sex oh. marriage is not recognized in Hong Kong, the judgment appears to move the territory further in that direction. Last year, the Court of Final Appeal ruled that same-sex partner of a British expatriate married abroad was entitled to the same visa treatment as a heterosexual partner under immigration law. Um, I think this came under my email. Oh, yeah. It isn't clear what effect the ruling might have on private businesses and organizations, although some already offer benefits of same-sex partners as they compete for top talent in finance, marketing, and other fields for which Hong Kong is famous. In another sign of acceptance, the city of 7.4 million people is also preparing to host the 2022 Gay Games. Oh, gay games would be fun in Hong Kong. Last yeah. month, Taiwan became small, the first actually. place in Asia to allow same-sex marriage mm-hmm. in a legislative vote on a cause that the island's LGBT rights activists have championed for two decades. Hundreds of same-sex couples rushed off to get married on the first day as the decision took event. effect. Still, mm-hmm. Hong Kong's high court earlier this year refused to allow three transgender men to be recognized as males on their official identity cards. Ugh. Because they had not undergone full sex change operations. Oh. Yeah. 
So, good job, Hong Kong, I guess. Yeah, like, what if they... I mean, not everyone wants a full sex change, but if, That's what the if thing. they want it, I don't know, let's just say can't afford it or whatever, you know? Yeah, so... Can't medically have it either. Yeah, there's, like, numerous yeah. barriers to face in order to get... I'm not sure exactly what, like, this sexual reassignment... What's the term now for it? Uh, usually gender-affirming Okay, yeah, oh. so... Gender... I'm not sure Gender-affirming what... surgery? Yeah, like, like and that. yeah, I think that's what I've heard a lot of is like gender affirming surgeries, and that includes different types of yeah, surgeries. Yeah, there's a lot of I different need to get kinds. Into the and verbs, so I wonder, like, how you would even have to operationalize that to like the fucking government, what your gender affirming surgery was if you're a trans man. Not like necessarily i just like it's it's weird like what exactly the limit is like how much do you have to prove is what i want to know well and that's like there's so many still so many challenges for trans folks that are yeah well even in canada you know mm-hmm. we're we got the gay marriage etc but like it's already so hard for like a trans person to want to get funding uh just yeah some like provinces yeah. do fund like a lot of top surgery or some form sorry i was talking about this with a colleague recently yeah uh but he was telling me that like really only montreal is the place to get like certain bottom so surgery many. yeah vancouver now has more surgeries available uh i only've known a couple people and they've either gone through alberta funding or like have left the country to get stuff done. well more importantly if you're trans person like you shouldn't be obligated to change your body to conform yeah. to whatever exactly yeah. uh and that's like to the... meet certain requirements of fitting into a binary right yeah like, exactly. i agree and it's fucking ridiculous that like there's this continuation of having to prove whatever your gender is like i don't get how you prove it I don't get it. Yeah. How do you do it? Like exactly. You, you can't. You really can't. It's not a provable thing other yeah. than you saying like no matter what you say from a biological standpoint, there is enough gray area that like the consensus is not necessarily clear. Like sure we can divide it into people who can reproduce, uh like people who can carry offspring reproduce and then people who can't or whatever. But there's so many, there's a myriad of things that come into the qualifications of that, that like you can't, I'm sorry, you just can't do it. It's like gender is socially constructed. Yeah, I agree. Gender is socially constructed and to some extent sex is also socially constructed. Yeah. My other thought is if they just wanted it, and they actually fucking can't get it. Yeah, you know? and you know, that's mm-hmm. gotta be a huge, it's like... It's safe to do so. It's I wonder like, how yeah. many of those three trans men who wanted to get it were like, I want to have gender-affirming surgery, but the government was like, well, no. And they're like, well, can you at least make us men on our identification? Yeah. So they're it's like, also no. When I go yeah. places? Right. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, the, um... And connecting to the gay games, oh. they've, um... What kind of? It's a it's a stretch. Um, <laughs> Do it. People can now get X on their passport. Oh, oh yeah. Um, they yeah. just announced, but then like, it's like, obviously, you if you travel to then a place that doesn't necessarily have that. Oh yeah. And then they look at your. Um, so that's like an interesting thing. So like for athletes who might be going to gay games that might be like, oh, I want to do this, but then if they have to go to a country or like fly through an airport that. Maybe isn't it safe? Well, we've talked about this too. Yeah. Like, where do non-gender binary people even compete in ath- in, right. in sports? They don't. They That's don't. what That's, it is. Yeah. Or they they do and they're incredibly closeted, right? Yeah. So yeah. like, Or they're forced to pick. Like, they're forced to be like, well, I sort of fit into... 
Yeah. Well, and so I was thinking whatever. about that. I was like, I wonder what how the the hoops I would have to jump through to get the X on my passport. Not because I don't necessarily identify as a woman. I just don't care. And so like like I mean, I have a huge amount of privilege because like I'm I'm cis and also like passing as cis. And so like if I had an X on my passport, I don't even think people would look twice about it. Do right. you think? Uh, Great question. Whereas if someone does try to present a draw, just maybe not even does. Yeah, you know, and, I, like, and like I'm not maybe natural. Yeah, the, the thing is, I'm not necessarily doing this just for like funzos or whatever because it's not like a funzos thing. It's the curiosity like, of how many I'm, barriers. I'm are curious, there. and yeah. also I and don't care about gender, and I've put in so much effort into activism that I can actually say that you know how like racist people say like I don't see color, blah 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 blah, or like they try and say I make fun of everybody or whatever. Mm-hmm. I put in the fucking time to say that I don't care about gender. <laughs> I don't. I like it. Um, by the way, I know this is complete segue to very good, important conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but people in my class think I'm funny and they tell me, which is nice. Have they listened to the show? Cause no. they'll change their minds. I, <laughs> I know that's a great call. But no, it's actually kind of weird, like, getting intention, you know? It's like, yeah, I like to make a comment in class, maybe it comes off quirky, but it is kind of strange when people are like, hey, let me just look at you and smile at you. Like you're gonna say something funny, like dance for me? Not necessarily. I think they're just appreciating me, but I don't like the attention. I just want to have a conversation. You're fucked. You're fucked. Because, like, you've already established yourself as funny, now, it wasn't intentional, it just but, happened. But now if you try and comfortable. Not, if you try and not be funny, they're just gonna be like, ah yes, she's like Andy Kaufman now. The joke is that she is telling a joke. Like, there's no way you're gonna get out of it. Like You know that's the thing, I'm concerned that is the case. Like if you say something really dark and depressing, they're just gonna be like, haha, anti humor, Leanne. That actually has happened! Just do all kinds of humor. Ah oh, shit. You know what? I'll just I'll try to talk less. Ta- uh, There's a participation grade, I talk. Yeah. yeah. Kill all your classmates. Don't do that, I'm joking. No, they yeah. might change the world with things. We don't know They yet. seem good. They seem like good boys and girls and such. Okay. I actually don't know if anyone identifies as um, otherwise. Do we think we have time for two? Probably not, huh? Then I want to do one. I can that stop I- talking. No, 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 no. That would uh, defeat... No, let's do two and we'll just go a little longer today. Because Nolan, you're a good guest. Because you're a good boy. Thank you. You can open it. I do like your ring. It's massive. I want to put beers in it. (laughs) He's wearing the tops. (laughs) I don't even know what that's fucking called. The tops of beer plastic. The can holder. Can holder on his. So actually, if you notice now, more and more cans are coming with things that cover the whole tops of Mm -hmm. the cans. And do you know why? To not kill whales and not whales, you know. No, <laughs> because that shit still well, is going. Still, is, this, the ocean. is this still gonna c- kill fish? Hell yeah! It's, there's know. a whole garbage island floating out there. Um, That's fair. Is okay. it because people don't want like shit on the? Yeah. That so you put like so yeah like like people just would never like put two and two together that these are just like in transport or whatever and so like mice would run across them and shit like that and then people would just like not wipe like no one thought about it because the cans were originally intended to be drank through straws right because that's what the tab Ah. is for you turn it around and you put your straw through there but like we're fucking masculine generation no one's using fucking straws anymore to be honest if there is death on these fucking cans it's just going to take us a little bit closer where we're going yeah Yeah. totally cheers yeah cheers 
Thanks for coming back on the show. Yes. <laughs> okay. As soon as the UCPs and we're like, I hope we die soon. God, honestly, it's been a it's been a bleak couple of weeks. I, anytime me. I hear anything, I'm like, am I gonna die soon? I'm um, like, I'm fat. Maybe. Doing a like, green new act, green new deal activism and getting harassed by alt right shits for it is a real special little hell. The alt right fucks are so funny oh, though, God, like because okay. they're so bizarre. So the thing is, it did. I'm not gonna talk too much about it mostly just because I don't want it to go on any of their radar just because like they're incredibly irritating but um it was pretty satisfying to after the event after we were all harassed and everything was wrapping up walk outside with a big group of my friends and go to the bar next door and have a chat and see them just like sad and alone in the rain by themselves (laughs) like very depressed Literally, like honestly, if they weren't such horrible little monsters, I would feel sorry for them. See, I was gonna sing uh, MacArthur Park by Donna Summer. Oh, speaking of, uh, I'm watching Jurassic Park, which was the Weird Al cover of MacArthur Park. (laughs) Jurassic Park, it's frightening in the dark. Uh, look it up, folks. Listen to Weird Al on the walk home. Fuck, I love Weird Al. Continue. Okay, one shitty story, and then a one that I think is actually kind of good. Not just, like, them throwing us a bone. We but, don't read good stories, uh, but continue. Rabbi calls for protest of Lakewood Blues Claws Pride Night. Rabbi is calling for people to protest the Lakewood Blues Claws Pride Night outside First Energy Park on Thursday. Rabbi Yonda Levin, I'm just going to say Rabbi Levin because I'm sorry, I'm a shitty, waspy white person, posted three videos urging the community to protest the organization's Pride Night event. Shortly after Levin posted the videos online this week, a flyer is reportedly being circulated around the community calling for a protest Thursday at 9.30 p.m. on the corner of New Hampshire and Cedar Bridge. Uh, I'm sorry... Did this article just fucking tell them when the protest was and nothing else? Oh, read more. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why'd you stop so abruptly, Elaine? <laughs> you look upset. I was worried. I accidentally clicked on it earlier and then it said, like, your readings uh, inspired more, which has happened on the show before. This abomination must stop. Come out and protest, the flyer reads. Our children are already bombarded in schools, media, entertainment with terribly anti-family brainwashing. Anti-family? Yeah, that's the new one, actually. Anti-family? I have an (laughs) anti-family. I have two aunties in my family. Uh, I got an uncle family. (laughs) I love that joke. uh, I've almost been punched like six times. (laughs) Uh, Like, look at those anti-choice protesters. I'm a uncle choice. (laughs) Am I right, guys? And everyone's like, Elaine, this isn't the fucking time. (laughs) I'm so using that, by the way. Yes. Please do. I can't wait. Well, we're going to be canceled. (laughs) Gay anti-family brainwashing. Gay pride events at family venues like sporting events, bowling alleys, malls, shopping centers, or even Ocean County College. According to the Greater Lakewood, a 25-year-old who is a strong follower of Levin is behind the flyer and plans to protest himself. The blue claws. Protest himself. <laughs> I protest my <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> the blues claws. I was jerking off. <laughs> the blue claws. 
who are the Philadelphia Phillies Class A affiliate, will celebrate LGBTQ Pride Month on Saturday with Pride Night. The team will hand out rainbow-colored hats to the first 1,500 fans and will have a fireworks display. The Blue Claws organizer themselves consider themselves an open and inclusive organization and member of the com- community. Blues Claws President Joe Ricuti, maybe Italian, <laughs> I don't know, said in a press release, we want to show the LGBT community that they are welcome at Blues Claws games and always will be welcome at Blues Claws games. Okay, so. Sorry, I was like, just as soon as you said Blues Claws, yeah. I kept thinking Blues Claws. Blue, blue, <laughs> yeah, Blue Claws. Blue Claws. I love Blues Claws. I did Sometimes a lot. when I go to this salon, the nail salon, I get Blue Claws. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you are on fire! Oh, dude, hey. Manny's are kind of oh, nice. I've had a manicure. Never mind. I, I like a nice Manny Petty. I like a nice man. Nice. I don't know what that's like anymore. Uh, yeah, me neither. Do they feel... Oh. I don't like manicures. It's been a long time. I don't want to hear my number. I don't really. Fuck you. I don't really love the phone. Not us. We're good, right? Oh, or... that's just my phone. It's probably our friends being like, "Nice tits." <laughs> <laughs> no, our own friends compliment me like that. Nice tits, Leanne. Thank you. I mean it. Good for her. Thank you. Good for her tits. <laughs> oh my. Uh, just jiggle. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to find this one. Actually, kind of. Oh, there was a a good uh, God of War creator confirms Kratos is bisexual, which kind of rocks. That's kind of obvious. Yeah. J.K. Rowling's at it again. Yeah. <laughs> Probably was just having a drink like, why don't you just make them gay? That's a great idea. The weirdest thing about that was when she said that like they wished away their poop before they had toilets. Yeah. Which also leads that. me to believe that the wizards can only function in a society where muggles are inventing shit for them. The muggles are the working class here is what I'm trying to say, people. Hold on. So on top of the 1%, there's another 1% that they have magic? The wizards, yeah. Because the 1% that we have are not wizards, right? I mean, right? that's like there's another the entire seventh book where it's like magic is might and they have the statue of all the muggles like under, crushing under the weight of... Fuck yes, off. Yes! That actually is in the movie, yeah, yeah. And in the book. And yeah, there's a statue. I'm gonna be honest, it looks really Why do cool. libs act like this is like <laughs> politics or whatever? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. The it's, muggles, there's yeah. a lot of us, and we have nukes, and we can make toilets. What are you gonna do when we take away your fucking toilets, wizards? Are you getting upset at fiction? <laughs> I'm really mad about Harry Potter in general. <laughs> That's fair. What? So they can wish away their shit, and we have to use a toilet. They use our toilets, is what I'm they saying. They use our toilets. Sorry, I'm trying to find this one story. I love a good bowel movement, though. <laughs> like, you gotta be, like, you know, like, just sometimes you're like, ah, oh, like, I feel like I got some work to do, and then you have a good bowel movement, you're like, I can, I'm prepared for any work now. <laughs> like, you're just like, you've emptied the pain, in a way. You've yeah. emptied the darkness within you. I feel the same <laughs> It's like, Sorry. Yeah. It's like getting love rid that. of, like, just all your sin is the way I yeah. look at it. I should start. Uh, Thanks, Dravada. That, that doesn't really resonate with the company. No, no, I don't know what that is. It's So, Dravada is the brand name of a pill that's used for PrEP, which is pre-exposure prophylaxis. Ah. It's a pill that prevents HIV. And there's a lot of jokes about, like... Well, not jokes, but, like... You took this it, as a fucking learning opportunity. Yeah. No, How dare you? It's like... No kidding. People will use it, and then they don't necessarily... They have more options in choosing their economies. And particularly among gay guys, it's like, oh, I'm on, I'm on Travada, so I can, like, bear back. 
Um, and then when you said like emptying the sin, it's like getting bread. And anyways, it yeah. was like, it was a, it was a common ass joke. Yeah. Oh, that's actually even better. Question I thought it was for like a you, while reference. I still look for the story, how what steps would I? I don't think I'm going to go on prep, but let's say I wanted to. What would it like? First of all, as a cis, a cis like woman in particular, it would probably they probably would be like you're at no risk, right? Yeah, it, there's everything. like there's different risk categories in the province for like, excuse me, oh my goodness, for like being eligible, and they're like, if you're like, not a gay man, or a trans woman, or other gender diverse people, that's the category they have. They would be like, are you at risk? And like, first, most people probably not. It just depends on, like, a person's relationship and, like, the type of people they're having sex with and the type of sex they're having. But, yeah, like, so, like, addicts are not included in there? There is, yeah. Oh, okay. So there's a there's a category for people who inject drugs. Okay, there um, we go. In terms of, like, being eligible for it. And then it's prescribed by a designated provider in the province. So there's, like, hmm. people who have taken a short little, like, module to learn how to do it. Yeah. And agree to follow the things. And then they get put on a big list. Okay. Um, and then went... Oh, and then when the person <laughs> brings their prescription to the pharmacy, they'll be like, this name is on the list. Therefore, zero dollars paid. Oh, that's oh, okay. cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How cool. quickly before that gets axed is my next question. I, I honestly don't know. And I don't know if it will. Really? It's, I think it's a relatively small program. And yeah. it would be like, you want people to get HIV. So in 2011, yeah, there was actually also, some pretty like, high numbers of HIV in Canada and like the possibility of getting infected pr- primarily through needle use. Yeah, and it's like the epidemiology is different in every province. And I mean, Saskatchewan is like a totally... Oh. Um, Saskatchewan's rate is like seven times the national rate. Wow! Yeah, what is the going HIV on there? epidemic in Saskatchewan is um, it's an atrocious Is it lack of facilities? Of the legacy of colonialism, racism, and sexism, frankly, because it and um, stigma against substance use, because okay. it's primarily among Indigenous women who use drugs. There, Saskatchewan, I can see culturally speaking, being more highly stigmatized. Yeah, that people are probably less likely to actually look out for harm reduction services totally. because, and probably. Here's the thing, if they're not pure run or people who like work there can easily be healthcare providers shaming them, so then why the fuck would you want to go? Yeah, exactly. Again, making assumptions, not too sure what the case is in Saskatchewan, but just yeah. makes me wonder. So I was speaking of harm reduction, because the harm reduction shit in this province is absolutely unfucking acceptable and I'm extremely pissed about it. I was walking by the harm reduction site the other day, mm-hmm. and like all I could think about is like how there, these people who are against it are pissed about literally a block. They're pissed about a block and a door. Yeah. There's a door that is to the harm reduction site, and it's a block of people who mind their own business and like they they're like home they're yeah. homeless. They're either homeless people or addicts. Like, what the fuck is wrong with these people that they care so much about this that they're like, well, we don't want to look at it instead of like we don't want to look at yeah, it. Yeah, we don't want to believe in it. These are people who need our help. This is like is it Victoria or Vancouver? Sorry. Yeah. I just like they now. Like, you're not allowed to sleep on the street. I can't remember if it was Vancouver or Victoria. It's a bylaw that you can't sleep on the street. That's fucked and If up. it is in Vancouver, good fucking luck. Yeah, there's right. no way that I need to look into Vancouver. that. It was a BC city or BC place. But yeah, sorry. This is bad news. But yeah, yeah, so anyways, though, prep, I didn't realize that. And actually, now that I think about... Now that I put that together, that's a good thing to tell. Because, like, if they went to the safe injection site, would they be able to ask for it there? They could get connected... 
to the referral referrals for that. okay well and like that's ground. another major part of the safe injection site is like you can get connected to people who can yeah. help you with various whatever like yeah. whether that be going on a methadone program or like like going on prep if, even if you're still going to be a user but like let's say you're not like a really really low functioning user at this point and you're a high functioning user and you can like make appointments which isn't a lot of uh users yeah. but still can I say one more thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't realize. So here in Canada, we know we can get naloxone kits for yeah. overdoses mm-hmm. without prescription, and yeah. it's being offered, and training is offered. In the U.S., you need a prescription. That's they're really having fun. the same ridiculous fucking epidemic we are, and worse, just higher numbers. And it's like they need a prescription. Is it illegal to mail drugs? <laughs> Probably. It's to the U.S. Laws. Import laws. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'll just like start going and leaving them over the border or something like that. Just parody, parody. Toss parody. <laughs> uh, yeah, just throw Toss them over, over the northern border wall. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Soon arrive. Trump, yeah. That's anyway. really fucked that you have to get a prescription for naloxone. Well, especially with the fucking ridiculous increase in fentanyl-related deaths. Yeah, Sorry, right. this paper. I read so many articles. The yeah. world so is upset. garbage. The world is garbage. Uh, go listen to the Crackdown podcast. It's really fucking good. It's still on my phone, actually. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's a here's we'll finish off with this one that's kind of good gay rugby team refuses to wear pride flag until player gets asylum a gay rugby team have vowed not to display the pride colors until a kenyan player is granted asylum in the uk kenneth machira 39 has Machira, I think that's how you say it, has been fighting deportation for three years, arguing that he would fear for his life in Kenya, where homosexuality is punishable by up to 21 years in prison. This week, he received a letter from the Home Office stating that he has no basis to remain in the UK and must make arrangements to leave without delay. But his teammates at Bristol Bison says they are not giving up hope, calling the Home Office's decision abhorrent. They said in a statement, our club's existence is to support LGBT plus people and their allies to be themselves and to play the sport that they love. This is the reason Ken joined our club nearly three years ago. The Home Office's decision to refuse asylum to Ken on the grounds that it is safe to be homosexual in Kenya, despite 21 years imprisonment, reports of attacks and rapes on LGBT plus people, and no legal protection against discrimination in Kenya, is completely abhorrent. This week, the Home Office changed its logo to include the pride flag and colors in support of Pride Month, and yet, behind closed doors, has treated our friend like this. For this reason, the Bisons will not be displaying the pride colors until the home office either grants Ken Asylum or removes the pride colors from their logo. Mr. Machira, who lives in Glassbury, Somerset, has said that he would be scared everywhere I went if he was deported back to Kenya. He said, I am really worried. It is a big shock for me. Shock for me. I was expecting positive news and I feel helpless. With all the media support we've been getting, I expect good news, not bad. The world has been watching this, so I expect that would help. I am personally calling on Homeland Security Sajid Javid as a Bristol man to interview being on my behalf and give me permission to remain in the UK. The mechanical engineer arrived in the UK on 2019 on a student visa and first claimed as a claimed asylum on May 2016. He has twice been granted extensions of his leave to remain as a student and then a highly skilled migrant. Gay sex is illegal in Kenya and the laws was recently upheld by the nation's high courts after campaigners sought to overturn it. Facebook comments underneath a Kenyan news article about Mr. Machira have described him as a very bad example of 
to the society in Kenya. Another person wrote, we don't need more demons here. A decision letter sent to Mr. Machiri's solicitor by the Home Office acknowledged that gay sex in Kenya is illegal, but insisted he was unlikely to come to serious harm. The letter read, while same sexual activity between men has been criminalized with up to a penalty of 21 years in prison, this law is rarely applied and the objective evidence does not establish that LGBT persons are likely to be subject to persecution or serious harm. Since November, he has been required to check in at the station monthly, having been granted bail from an immigration removal center. He will be accompanied by Bristol Bison's rugby club captain Murray Jones, head coach Ben Rocket, and numerous supporters of the team as he goes to the station today. Um, so to clarify, he just now has to live in fear and discomfort. Pretty much, because yeah. Because even though this law exists and it's criminalized... It's barely applied, but I mean, culturally speaking, it's still a huge fucking problem. You know, like, if Kenya. he goes back, he's in the fucking news. Like, someone's yeah, gonna exactly. fucking try and kill him, possibly, right? And it's still criminalized, it's just not applied often, so you still live in discomfort and fear. I'm very fucking confused right now. Um, Environmentally, we're just like, it's cool, like, it's, you've well, taken this much So fame. the reason I liked this article, though, is like, uh, it's like... This rugby team did something actually cool, yeah. which is yeah. like they, they they had the little power because they don't like have their labor that they can t- remove or well, I mean, they can. But like as a solidarity, as a team, mm-hmm. uh, like they saw what power they had, which was like, it's a small thing. But I think this is a good message to other queer people. You have you 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 get together, have solidarity you set demands and set them to very specific people. So the demands were either give our part, give our teammate asylum or remove the pride flag from your logo or whatever. And no more performance. Yeah. And they said like, we're not doing this. And then like, hopefully they can escalate if necessary. So like, I mean, it's not the same as the way like a lot of, labor works but i mean it is like the same principle like you have to have solidarity with your comrades and then you have to find out what the power you have against your oppressor is and then like remove what they're like exploiting from you and then get what you want that way so i that was the reason i really liked this article and Mm -hmm. it was like it was like a gay sports thing that i read where i was like okay finally something that like isn't just like another bank is supporting pride or something like that Mm -hmm. yeah that's a fair I actually need to read some activist books on how to actually properly be an activist. Uh, I'll I'm out talk of the to game. you later about How do people it. do things? Um, I usually just get what I'm told, and that's because I'm a natural sub in life. I just act like a <laughs> You need solidarity in subs. <sighs> the subs have been... They need... Can you imagine a group of subs... Subs together <laughs> in solidarity and, like, trying to get something from one dom, and the dom just, like... No, and then being in a group like, okay, daddy. That's exactly what it would be like. I'd be like, oh, okay. That's really funny. I mean, disappointing, but you know, all right. Uh, (laughs) Fuck, that's really funny. Okay, um, so yeah. Do you have anything else or? No, this is fun. Do you have thoughts? Do you have? I I, want to. I think I might go home and watch the movie Pride, which is oh fuck yeah about the Welsh miners. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, in the 80s. I've never seen it. No, I have it on DVD. It was oh, okay. on Netflix. Yeah, I was going to say You've never it seen it? No. Yeah. Oh, it's all, it's like, it's a fictionalized account of like, 
a bunch of gay activists yeah. in uh, in the UK who were like, we're going to go out and support this small Welsh mining town with yeah. money that we collected. Because they had this like super radical leftist kind of head leader of this group. Sick, sick. And then it ends with them coming and supporting at the Pride March. All of the like mining Aww. unions. That's really awesome. Yeah. Holy and it's based shit. on a true story. Oh my god. Oh, See, solidarity works in a weird way like that. It works, Various but groups so as a collective. This is what I've been saying. Mosaic. Every, like, this stuff does work, but it requires everyone to be involved, right? And that's the problem. And this is what I've also been saying. The left is horrible at networking. This is where I come in. <laughs> Surprisingly, I'm okay at networking. Who knew? People like me, and I wish they would stop, but I can help. I'm just the funny person in class. Use that funniness to start saying, like, oh, hey, public transit for free right girl, now. Girl, you have no many times in class, I'll be like, that's because of capitalism! Yes! And then everyone kind of giggles, and it's like, you know it's true. Though. Okay, uh, anyways, we should wrap up. We're over the hour. Nolan, thanks for coming again. Thank you for having me. Of course. You're beautiful, beautiful beast. Uh, are you doing anything that you want people to know about? Like, our five what listeners? aren't you fucking mm. doing? Our five that's listeners. That's true. I, you um, fucking, as she said... Finger on the pulse? <laughs> Finger on the pole? You can, uh, I think you can feel no. a pulse up someone's ass, right? Can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, it's going to be a low-key summer, I think. Oh. Mostly because I'm broke, but... Me too. Come drink in my apartment. Yes. Students. Um, we'll buy 40s. You doing, follow you on Twitter, I guess, maybe? Follow me on Twitter, because I think I might start just, like, cite things I read. That would be cool, actually. Yeah. I, I mean, would, it's 140 I would characters. Uh, I'm on Alberta Advantage. Go listen to that. Um, thanks, Dumb Bitch Media, for mentioning Alberta Advantage on the show. Oh, Dumb Bitch Media! New yeah, friends. They are very, that's a very cool podcast. You oh, should listen, listen to it. You would like it. Uh, They're just like. Kind of, they're very similar senses they're of humor. They're better than us, but it's fine. Uh, and um, it's true humility. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, follow me on Twitter at HeyLanies. Oh, fucking email us. Yeah. Sports are gay podcast. I'm tired of all the fucking porn that com. I keep spamming us. Yeah, with. it's very unsettling. <sighs> that Too you much would. deviant art, Leanne. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> Don't you fucking put that on me. Okay. Uh, see you guys next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Lick, lick, lick. <laughs> lick, lick, lick.
put just stop fucking recording.